I'm back, bitch. That was loud as fuck. <laughs> you clipped hard as shit. I clipped hard as fuck, dude. Damn. We're going to continue or want me to do it again? Right, fuck it. Let's go for it. Let's fucking, we'll fucking do it live, bro. Yeah, dude. We can't. It's a long form conversation. We fucking can't cut ourselves off because it's imperfect. Bill O'Reilly over here. Because that's the story, dude. Life is imperfect. You know what I mean? Exactly. We are all imperfect, which ties into the movie we watched today. Sort of. Before Lost we start, thank yeah, you to Mahaley's Grave yeah. for letting us use that intro music. They're from Carol from Georgia. Go check them out. I gotta shake the rust off, you know. It's been like, how long has it been since we sat down together to record? Like three weeks? Yeah. Almost a month. It's a long ass time. That's a good thing about backlogs. <laughs> yeah, we don't have one anymore. That's true. <laughs> we burnt through that bitch. Um, anyways, so I'm Daniel. I'm Devin. And today we're reviewing Lost in London. Sex. This is the Garfield movie. We've mentioned it since day one, bro. Been on that shit. It, I didn't know, man. Okay. For real, when you texted me, we're going to watch, we gonna watch Garfield. London, I asked you, I was like, is that Garfield? I, I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's called Lost in London. It's not. It's a tale of two kitties. Yeah, shut the fuck up. But like, don't kill my <laughs> dreams, man. Um. All right, so Lost in London. It's starring Woody Harrelson. Um, as himself. As himself, which, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson and Willie Nelson are three big names in this. Fucking Texas Dalai Lama, bro. That, dude, I, that, that wrestled my jimmies, man. That made me so happy. It wrestled my jimmies. So, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts about this? Because I have one, like, undeniable feeling about this movie and then i have like more i guess more uh detailed and um <clears throat> there it is esoteric thoughts pretentious <laughs> 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 all right so what do you what do you think about it what what like what what um i think it's it's very interesting it's very unique mm -hmm. and it's it's just a well done movie like mm -hmm. they have, they have a little bit of everything, and everything that they did, they did well. Well, I came riding into it, expecting it to be like a gut buster comedy. Yeah, because the cast and and, and the way, because I saw it on Hulu, I saw an ad. It's a Hulu original, by the way. It's our first it's Hulu original. Solid. Um, everybody talks about Netflix, but Hulu, Hulu's killing it. Right? They got uh, what is it? Fuck, I always forget. James Franco goes back in time, saves Kennedy. Oh, eleven. The 22, 12. 11, something 62. Yeah. Stephen King wrote it. Yeah. But, so, overall, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. um, Did you know anything about it before, like, you watched it? Did no. you research it at all? No, not at all. You told me that it was going to be a um, single camera film, all one shot take. in one take. It's also Which, written, directed, and starred in by Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And it's it's a mostly true story. Right. What? That's pretty wild, man. Yeah, that's awesome. But, like, I... My over my overwhelming feeling that I was speaking of earlier... This movie is so motherfucking ambitious. Yeah. At no point in time does it censor itself. 
No. At no point in time does it think, oh, we may go too far. We need to peel it back a little bit. And I love it. The, I no, love the movie, it for this, that. this movie is brutally, brutally, brutally honest. Yeah. And that was the appeal to me. Because, like, I watched it with my nephew, who was on here last week, and my mm-hmm. brother. My brother is not educated about films. He's probably going to listen to this. I think you have shit taste in movies, Josh. <laughs> Sorry. But, um... You could tell, like this is the kind of movie. Like it's kind of like a Wes Anderson or a Coen Brothers. I feel like it was cut and like designed for people like us to just get giddy about it. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Me too. Like, Me too. I, like this is one of the, be one of those movies I watch over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. But you could tell like, my brother fell asleep, and if he was playing on his phone, I was so absorbed in it because it felt so fucking real. Yeah. And when you think like. Like there were moments, like when um, he's in the like uh, the the gypsy club or whatever it is, and he's downstairs and they're hiding from the cops in the bathroom with the gypsy lady, and she, you think there's about to be some kind of magic crazy shit happen. The movie's gonna go off the rails. No, he just throws up in her fucking yeah. face, and that yeah. is so real. I know. I felt that. I, I was just about to touch on that. It 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 never becomes predictable. And that's what I've noticed in doing this. Mm-hmm. When I watch movies, I can tell you what's gonna happen yep. within the first ten minutes. Yep. And it never once became predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, and I also think that's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. And it was because it comes out of fucking nowhere. Well, it was naturally funny. Like there, yeah. there was no. I mean, obviously, like they wrote it, but like I have no doubt in my mind that part actually happened. Yeah, probably. I have like there. It wasn't like a well crafted joke or like super meta or anything like that yeah. it was just fucking funny yeah. because of like the hilariousness of the situation and the rela- and how relatable it is because yeah. i feel like everybody who's worth their salt and has drank f- considerable amounts has been in a situation like that yeah and this movie was re- i've never been to london no. never hung out with owen wilson no. never been a movie star no. never been bald and like I related to this movie the entire time. Like the entire time, like I was like, I feel, I think I felt what Woody Harrelson is feeling right now. Yeah. And I've, I've said this on the podcast before. I'm sorry. I'm fired up about this shit. I'm sorry if I'm hogging the mics, bro. But I've said this for a long time. And by long, I mean 14 podcasts. But character actors in every way, shape, or form are superior to superstars. Woody Harrelson is one of the best. Yeah, I think oh, Woody, yeah. like I think Woody Harrelson is one of the best actors alive. For sure, he's uh, he's, and they touch on it like he could because he's bald mm-hmm. and not not very attractive. Woody, yeah, not anymore. Yeah, maybe back in like White Man Can't Jump days, mm-hmm. he's he's looking all right. He doesn't get the roles I think he deserves, but yeah, I love the fact that it never became predictable because. Mm-hmm. They they led you into like this woman. They touched on like what I felt. They led you towards she was going to be some sort of religious figure, like she was going to be God. I thought he was going to get drunk lines. and fuck her. Because <laughs> I thought like in the shock and like the pain of a drunken mistake coming to light and possibly ruining his marriage. Yeah. I thought he was going to get drunk to try to go through the pain and wind up fucking this other lady and then ruin well, his marriage. Well, when he meets her. She tells him to breathe, and then immediately he's led into the club. Mm-hmm. When they're walking downstairs to the bathroom, you see what I assume to be Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then 
when they get to the bathroom, there's an angel on the wall in the background, mm-hmm. and then she's doing all sorts of fucking crazy mystical shit, mm-hmm. and then he throws up in her mouth. It's fu- it's. And then they leave the amazing. bathroom and. <clears throat> Mary Joseph and Jesus are doing the Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening there, dude? No, I didn't notice. I didn't notice all the religious sim- like uh, symbolism. Yeah. I there didn't. Was, there was a lot. I think it's more because I was just like engrossed in Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah. And so much respect. And like, how much of a man do you have to be? You cheated on your wife. It was a terrible situation. And not only to like tell people about it, you make a fucking movie. You put it all the way on blast. Like, I have so much respect in that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I feel like half the battle of like self-improvement is recognizing your faults. And Woody Harrelson's like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to teach some people some <laughs> shit. I, st- I do not fully understand where Willie Nelson came into it. My opinion as it stands is, and I don't know the science behind this. I don't know if you just eat weed, if it'll, like, get you high. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I've always thought you had to cook it down into the oil. That's that's what I've always heard. You have to cook it. So did he have, like, at first I was like, okay, well, this is a drug-induced dream with Willie Nelson st- in his prison cell. Which, if I'm ever in a prison cell, I want to dream about Willie Nelson singing to me. Fuck yeah. But, um, and then I was like, well, no, because that doesn't, from my understanding, that doesn't make sense, like, scientifically. Yeah. So maybe it's just like a stress-induced dream. And maybe, maybe Willie Nelson is fucking God. Right. Would I be surprised? No. But yeah, dude. I I don't know. I don't know where it came in. They I don't touched give on a it. Shit. They touched on it earlier. They were like, "Who's the Texas Dalai Lama? Mm-hmm. You know this. You know this." And they never said. And then Willie Nelson just pops up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking Texas Dalai Lama. This movie bro. also gets da- brownie points because Wes Anderson was mentioned multiple times. Yeah. They talked a lot of shit about him, but I have a feeling it was all in good fun. I do too. I yeah. think. Okay, I think I think because this movie was so kind of Wes Anderson esque, mm-hmm. maybe without all the colors and like it wasn't really, it was whimsical. It was in the same and, realm of Anderson and the Cohen brothers. Yeah, it was whimsical and groundbreaking, which is what I think of when I think of. Wes I give Anderson. immense props to Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, like I don't just respect him as an actor; I respect him as a filmmaker now. Yeah, like. My favorite scene in the movie. What was yours? What was your favorite scene in the whole movie? Hmm. When Owen Wilson pops up. Right. Because, no, when they're yeah. just palling it out and they're fucking shadow boxing and standing there. It's like, Owen Wilson is a charismatic motherfucker. This, this movie touched me on another level. Because when he's out with the prince. Yeah. Everybody's been there. Yeah. Whenever, like, like whenever I hang out with you, I just I always feel like I'm forced to fucking be social and shit. You what? know, and I like I feel like what I'm just playing, but you've you've been I'm fucking with you. Dude, you, you just got eat. so sad. <laughs> I'd seen you in like two weeks, and that's the first motherfucking thing you say to me. <laughs> I, oh, I don't God know if damn. I want to be the rest of this fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you were playing. That hurt my feelings. I had feelings. that joke planned out since I was watching the movie. Like I watched that part and was like, I'm gonna say that. And I'm pretentious? <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. That hurt my feelings. I'm going through a tough time right now. I don't need you over there motherfucking sorry, criticizing buddy. me. God damn it. Just breaking your balls a little bit. You can just suck my balls <laughs> instead of breaking them. How about that? Oh, God. Anyways. I No, no. Hold on. Time out. No, you fuck. I was about to cry. Like, I'm sorry. Did you see it? Like, water. I saw what? the hurt in your eyes. I couldn't go through the entire thing. I was like, I, I gotta... 
Oh, I gotta take it. I gotta. I don't back. know how I feel about <laughs> you anymore. The f- you cruel, cruel man. Hey, I love you, Biff. <laughs> what the fuck, the fuck <laughs> is Biff, dude? You're my Biff, bro. Bro, I learned a word today. Bussy. Okay, what is a bussy? It's a fucking boy pussy. That's <laughs> what they call their asses, dude. They call it a bussy. This has gone way off the rails real quick. Has it? I think so. I think it was natural. <laughs> <laughs> All's fair in love and war, baby. <laughs> but anyways, raise Dale, raise hell. I've seen you in, like, in that situation. Like when we've gone out before to the bars where you're just kind of forcing yourself to be social but not really wanting to. Yeah. And I, it, it touched me on a different level, dude. And then Owen Wilson pops up, and that's – I really feel like I'm fucking Woody or Owen or no, vice versa. I completely disagree. Really? Like I, You were the Owen. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I'm the Woody. Yeah. I got a Woody. No, because, I mean, like, I feel like – just in our relationship dynamic, like I'm consistently more the one that needs like mental coaching and like loving friendship than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're not, it's not, 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 not to say I don't think I've ever been there for you, but I do feel like in the dynamic of our relationship more than half the time, you're, you're the backbone and I'm like the, like you're, you're the light, right? And I'm the little sapling that needs some sunshine on it to grow. Yeah. Like, that was kind of gay. But I feel, I, I do right. feel like that. Like I'll give you my golden shower any day of the week. Yep. Uh, now, uh, we're going to pause it real quick. Dan's going to take a piss on me, and we'll be back. Fuck, why are we pausing it? <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do while you're pissing on me? Just listen. Listen to the beautiful sounds of raindrops, bro. But anyway, like, like that kind of shit. It's like you were saying, I do not look like Woody Harrelson. I do not have, I'm not in the same realm mm-hmm. as Woody Harrelson, but I felt his pain and I felt this movie. Mm-hmm. No, I did th- through and through. Yeah. Through and through. And like, I kind of one of my heartbreaking moments in this movie was when Woody kind of gets the idea well, Owen Wilson tells him, like, you're not my best friend. I've felt that before. Yeah. It's not good. No. Nah. It's not. And it's this, I feel like it's the same dynamic as it, when you're in a relationship and you're, like, you love someone and it's obvious they don't love you as much back. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. And, like, I felt that and I was like, all right. Fellas, calm down. Calm yeah. down. It was wild, dude. Like it was a an emotional roller coaster. This, it was. this movie was. But it was fun at the same time. Can I, I can I say the line of the movie? Like what I think is the best line of the movie? Yeah. Owen Wilson, when the guy comes up trying to talk to him, he's like, "I'm just gonna shake your hand and hope you step off." <laughs> like, bro, how <laughs> slick you gotta be? Like how? <sighs> it's fucking. It's Owen Wilson. Drill bit, bro. Drill bit Taylor. <laughs> I was thinking more like the son of Steve Zazu, but. Yeah. Owen Wilson right. with a southern accent needs to happen more often. Yes. I want Owen Wilson to play a Civil War general. I did not know he was a Texan. I didn't know that. I was today years old when I learned yeah, that. Yeah, me too. He's a Texan? Yeah. 
I like it more now. That's why I think that's I think that's really where the um, Willie Nelson ties in. Mm-hmm. Texas Dalai Lama. Yeah. So at the end, in the in in the end credits, when uh, like they're like they say like Woody Harrelson, Owen Wilson, and the Texas Dalai Lama all live on an island together in Hawaii. Yeah is that is that part of the true? Is the that truth? is that real? Because I need it to be. Yeah, like that's that that would be my like Garden of Eden. That would be my paradise. Yes. If I could just fly out there and just sit in the middle of the island for like two hours, I think I'd come back and my hair would be white. Yeah. All right. I have a, I have a couple other things I want to hit on. <clears throat> okay. Okay. What's Clooney, Lady Gaga, and the midgets? I need to. <laughs> No, See, McConaughey or he, McConaughey's well, they were just, fat. Oh, and God. what the fuck did Daniel Day Lewis do? They didn't even hint it. No. Okay. I, I'm gonna need to know. More interested in the McConaughey. I he's mean got, the Clooney. He's got the best torso in the biz. Bro. <laughs> I'm more interested in the Clooney, Lady Gaga, and the midgets. Yes. Thing. Oh like, fuck yes. And what if this is all actually true shit? My mind would. You know that Harvey Weinstein thing happened. That's true. Or Weinstein. Is there like a Midget sex ring in Hollywood? I'm not saying there is, but I'm not saying there isn't. I would not be surprised. No. At all. I would be surprised if it was George Clooney. <laughs> would you? Yeah, no, would I you? would. I would. I wouldn't. Well, I, I wouldn't. just feel like a man at the pinnacle, really, honestly, the pinnacle of like attractiveness as a male. Exactly. It's it's the Cosby syndrome. Mm-hmm. He could fuck anybody. I feel like he wouldn't fuck midgets. He'd do something weird, bro. Yeah, but I still don't think it would be midgets. I feel like Clooney's weird thing would be like fucking in the nostril of like the uh not fucking somebody in the nostril, uh, but having sex inside the na- nostril of like Mount Rushmore. Oh, just doing like outlandish. Well, because I think his whole thing would be okay. Like I'm literally probably one of the most not attractive, like not necessarily what? physically attractive, but I have like the most opportunity and power. He's like real life James Bond. Right, right. Clooney, like he can, he can have whoever he wants, yeah. and like I feel like his thing would be pursuing, setting records for like sexual acts in places and different things that no one else had ever done, and no one else is gonna have the opportunity to do. Clooney's leaving his mark. Devin Seshkovich. Yep. Fucked that up. There was a word. <laughs> that was a word. Um, but anyways, no. I need to know what that's about. Fuck, I was going to say something. You try to hurt my feelings again, you motherfucker? No. But we're, we have to have a me? talk about that after this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> I'm not mentally stable enough to handle that. Hey, I'll give it to you. It was such a good one. You man. put on a performance. Because I'm not saying I could be an actor, but I could be a fucking actor. Right? I, I thought you were serious. I was completely sold. And I was like, is he really doing this right now? <laughs> like, are we going to get into this? Live on the fucking air, just fucking blasting your ass. No, I wouldn't do that. I would. Yeah, because you're an asshole. That's why I did it. No, I'm not. Because you do it to me. No. When? When have I When have I grilled your ass? When I called you, you look like that kid from Deadpool? That was a little That bit, was yeah. a joke. So was this. That was a joke. Mine was a little bit harsher. Yeah, it was, it was. You know how many times I suppress calling you a fat fuck every <laughs> podcast? None, because I'm a good friend. Yeah, thank you. You're fat fuck. That street goes both ways, biggin. <laughs> no, we're both fat as shit, yeah. dude. I think I'm more of the fat fuck. You would be more. You're a fat asshole. I'm a fat fuck. Why am I the asshole? Can I be like a fat, like, labia? 
How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> like, in my head. Like, you know <laughs> you know how they have, like, the Wheel of Fortune thing? <laughs> so, there was a sentence and a blank spot. And I did the Wheel of Fortune of words you were going to input into the sentence and labia one right before you said it. <coughs> oh, Jesus. We know each other too well, bro. I think I think that's kind of detrimental to the podcast sometimes. It might be, because we go off on shit like this. What I want to do is... So I want to make so much content that we can start referring back to our old content and just make it so self-referential yeah. that only one guy will be listening. <laughs> it's going to be Sean. He gets every single fucking joke, but everybody else is just like, what the fuck? Is it's just, it's just going to be us going... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Because that's what we do outside of this. All right, let's insert a joke right here. We're going to reference three weeks from now. The labia thing. All right. Just call me a fat labia like three Fucking episodes fat later. fat labia. Yeah. All right. Cool. Look at us. We're getting meta, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. Man, so like, I've been experimenting with Tinder. And like, I tell people I'm a podcaster, but I don't tell them how to get to ca- to our website because I don't actually want them to listen Man. to it. I would rather them have the idea of me being a podcaster yeah. than actually listening to my content. Yeah, I, I give very vague, like, oh, well, it's on, uh, it's, it's, on, on, it's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's on iTunes. What's the name? Change, like, stop texting that day, change the subject tomorrow. Yep. But, um, cause, cause I've, I've given directions on how to get to it. It did not work out well. Why? One, one girl, she was into it. Yeah. Cause she liked me. No, it's probably me. She yeah. probably heard me and was like, I need to hang out with him to get to him. But um, not really. I love you, you fat labia. <laughs> Look at us. We did it, Jesus but, um, Christ, folks. But I've done it a couple other times. Daniel here with Infowars. And the uh, I'm setting fires everywhere. I'm pissed. <laughs> um, they're putting chemicals in the water, turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> God damn it, guys! If you do not watch Alex Jones, you need to. The only reliable news source in the world. <laughs> Info. This is the information war. <laughs> Welcome to the new order. Like, if not, no, I mean, do we do? Are we getting into this right now? So he's not technically wrong about most no. of the shit he says. Nope. He's like, he's actually correct. He just gets so fucking worked up and <laughs> what's his language? Yeah. Like, okay. He's very purple. Look, that's what I was about to explain. For people that don't know, and if you do know, eat a dick. Um, no. So, in, the comments, in fantasy, specific, like the like fantasy fiction and literature, there was a huge problem in, let's say, the late seventies into the eighties, and it's kind of faded out since the nineties and the new wave, like George R. R. Martin and stuff like that, with non-economy of language. They would over. I wish I had this sentence pulled up because it's awesome. But he basically, like, if he, if he said like the guy, like he, like he spilled his blood, he would say he spilled his life fluid. Yeah, like it's being purple. It's using more words than necessary, and that's what that's. I think that's what Alex Jones does. Sells that because like when he says like interplanetary rapists, like I don't think he literally thinks there's rapists I fly, flying around planet. I, it's, yeah. it's, 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 this is my perspective. Yeah. Because I think I honestly, I don't think you can deny Alex Jones is an intelligent human. Oh yeah, 
I think he's, he is he's intelligent. Smart dude. Does he have some things happening up there that that need to be resolved? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Does he say some wild shit that for sure? That, does he say some shit that's just blatantly not really like I don't see any conceivable way of it being true. Yeah. yeah, but not really anymore. Like I feel like he's kind of evolved, and I think I think twenty thirty years from now, I think he's like literally gonna do a he's gonna do a show. He's like, guys, I've been pretending this whole time. Like I honestly think he's a performance artist. I, oh, I I think so too. But I also have a fear that his performance art has mentally corrupted him into becoming what his art was initially. Yeah, he's gone. A little too far. Mm-hmm. Too too far for too long. But all that aside, just watch it for sheer comedic value. Because mm-hmm. it is so I'm angry. Crazy. Oh, that's... I've had enough of this. Okay, does anybody... That's one of my favorite things on the internet. I was about to ask a question to an audience that can't reply to us. Why not? That possibly doesn't exist. That... that that's a that's a strong possibility. Yeah, but if you're can they out not there, comment? Hmm? they can comment on the website. Right? Well, I, I need I needed an answer like in real time. Oh, my question is going to be like, has anybody ever heard of Justin Vernon? And I guess I was just going <laughs> to fucking sit here and wait until somebody answered. Somebody's going to call us up. But um, we need to start a hotline, dude. Let's do a sex line. No, no, we need to do it. Like, you ever listen to the this past weekend with Theo Vaughn? Yeah, he takes calls at the end. Yeah, I want to set up a live hotline. Like during our special episodes, or we can even do a short episode every week in addition to our movie episode. 30 minutes, we're sitting here talking about whatever, and people can call in and we'll talk to them on the Let's phone. Let's fucking do it. That sounds fun. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Uh, we're probably going to cuss a lot of people out. More than likely. Because <laughs> there'll be a bunch of people calling up, like, you fucking fat labia. <laughs> you know? Yeah. However, if they call me a fat labia, props. They get points. They get <laughs> points. Props. They get points. We'll send you a t shirt we don't have. Fuck you doing over there? Bumping. I got heartburn, dude. All right, so back to this this movie. Um. So was your favorite scene also the Owen Wilson yeah. popping up out of nowhere? That close second, Willie Nelson. Yeah, close second. Yeah, yeah. They fucking called Bono. We had a. <laughs> Reggae accent. I feel like I can hundred percent guarantee that was not actually Bono. Oh no, they couldn't. They couldn't get Bono. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's just go off the rails." Yeah, have him be a Rastafarian. I think it's funny they got Daniel Radcliffe to do the video at the end. Yeah, fucking Harry Potter. That's. I mean, that's awesome because it just it confirms. Yeah, it validates the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I wish they would have put like the actual tabloid pictures. Yeah, like in, like in a, in a scroll, like scrolling through the screen during the credits. Yeah, it's just pictures of Woody Harrelson getting in a fist fight with a cripple guy. Yes, yes. That no, that was a great scene. Yeah. Would you consider that the bathroom scene still, or would you? I I, I think it's new. It's change all, of location. It's all one scene, dude. Yeah. The whole <laughs> technically, it's and all one scene. The more I think about that, and the more I think about how beautifully flawed Woody Harrelson was in this movie and how he's reliving things he went through and the amount of emotions that had to bring to that man I'm touched 
Like this may be one like emotionally one of the realest movies I've ever watched. I think it For I, sure. without a doubt. I think this is emotionally For sure. the realest movie I've ever experienced. Uh, I completely agree. I felt what he was feeling at every turn in this movie. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Like I was genuinely hurt at the end when I thought she was going to leave him. Dude, they had the end was just a series of cascading waterfalls that hurt me more and more and then it just it, it looped up right yep. there at the end and then you get the you get the little text at the end that they're still happily married. I'm like, "Oh god, thank you Jesus." Oh god. Like it was it was the best feeling. Mm-hmm. And that that's what it's this because, movie does so well. Right. It steers you so far away from what it's actually going to do mm-hmm. and then jumps you back real quick that it hits you that much harder. That's why I love the vomit scene. That's why I love the ending. That's why I love Owen Wilson just coming out of fucking nowhere. Because mm-hmm. he's lost in that fucking club with nobody he actually Lost wants. in London. He's lost in London. Well, Garfield. God damn it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but, like, nobody he actually wants to converse with, and then boom, he has a friend. Like, I just love that. I just want to watch that part again. I want to ins- experience the whole movie again. Yeah. Like I've done the initial run where I didn't know what to expect. I had preconceptions about it based on the trailer and everything, and then I watched it, and I'm absolutely blown away. Oh yeah! And the more we discuss the movie, the more I'm blown away. And now, like, I feel like this is going to be a Departed or a Tombstone or a Lawless, which I'm going to watch it hundreds of times and still find enjoyment. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I'm upset that it didn't get a theatrical release mm-hmm. because I honestly think it's, as far as I've seen, the best movie of the year to come out so far. Agreed. Like, 100%. Agreed. Agreed. This is the best movie we reviewed. Yeah. It's the best movie Easily. I've seen in any way, shape, or form, like, including, like, like cartoon movies, like, like uh, theatrical releases, like, shit I've just watched on TV and stuff. Without a doubt, the best film I've seen all year. Yeah. I think it's going to get one-upped. But bad yeah. times at the El Grand. That looks fucking amazing. No, I'm. I, I honestly think it's going to be the best movie of the year, and I'm willing. Thirty percent chance, if they construct it right, it'll be my favorite movie of all time. I feel like that movie. I feel like it's just cut for me, man. It definitely is. I mean, they threw Nick Offerman in there. Yeah, they show you that he dies in the fucking trailer, so that hurts my heart. But it still got you hyped, didn't it? No, because I I feel like he'll be in there for at least a third of the movie, and like anytime I see Nick Offerman doing anything, I get hyped because I think he's a great human being, and I think he's a I think he's a really, 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 really underrated character actor. Even though he's uber famous at this point, I feel like it's safe to say Nick Nick Offerman is a household name. Yeah. I feel like he is still underrated as an actor because people still see him as Ron Swanson. Agreed. He he doesn't get the credit he deserves. We've discussed this several times where you take these like I mean, like cornerstone roles. This fucking show is basically just a jerk off about Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you ready to give rating? How long have we been going? About thirty minutes, but Jesus, there's not there's not a whole lot to talk about because I didn't dislike any part of this movie. Yeah. I was ready to give a rating before we started. Yeah. But, like, I... What, what's your smackadoo rating, bro? Ten. Same. Ten. Ten out of ten. It's everything you could want. And it's imperfect. I do, have to t- I do want to mention this before we, before we log off. There is a moment 
where I think Woody Harrelson fumbled his lines. But the sheer fact that he fumbled it, and it was in one take, there was no edits or anything. Yeah. He came back through it, made it more human. It made it more organic. And it's not even that he fumbles it in a noticeable moment. It's when he's talking to his wife right before she finds out that he had an affair. Yeah. Like he trips up on his he trips up on his words. Yeah. And if this would have been an edited movie, like a cut and dry movie, like I feel like that would have been edited out, and they would have lost me. It was yeah, it was so perfect for what was going on because he's just trying to get her out of there. He's fucking Mm -hmm. all over the place. Now we just gotta wait on all the copycat films where they're gonna film it one take, one camera. They're gonna be terrible. Yep. That's what it's it's, it's fucking groundbreaking. Like I've never seen anything like it, and I love it. I'm willing to say it may have been done before. I feel like it has been done before, maybe not with this like this this widely exposed. Mm-mm. It was revolutionary it's to me. Some like nineteen thirty two Italian yeah. film, dude. Italian horror movies are fucking crazy, but like it was revolutionary to me. Yeah, and even going past the ten out of ten rating, like I think. This movie... Are you going to give it five stars, too? No. <laughs> but I think this movie has bumped Wes Anderson completely out of my top three films of all time. Really? Mm-hmm. So what are you sitting at right now? My number one. I feel like it's kind of a given how much I've talked about it. The Departed. Yeah. My number two, Tombstone. Not necessarily a great film. But it will forever be nostalgic in my top three because of experience with my dad and Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday. And it kind of strikes close to home because Doc Holliday was born like an hour from here and there's yeah. kind of some state pride there. Yeah. And then three, I'm putting Lost in London. And it was Life Aquatic, which I know we tried to review that and it didn't go well, but that's because I've seen it yeah. hundreds of times. And then solid four is Daisy Confused. Yeah. Like I feel like that's kind of a given. I feel you. Mm-hmm. It's my number two. I'm going Big Lebowski. Hmm. Lost in London. Understood. Goodfellas. Top three. They would have cut Goodfellas off at the halfway point. It would have been perfect. It'd, yeah, it would have been literally perfect. There would be nothing wrong with that film, and it would be undeniable as the greatest film of all time. <laughs> I don't think so. I do. Because there would be no conflict. What are you... The whole film is conflict! <laughs> That's true. I just don't give a shit. Like once once they were out of the organized crime thing, I don't give a fuck. That's true. Once they were out of the mob, I don't care. Yeah. All right. So we bring them back the Rotten Tomato reviews. I'm down. Here, you're Mr. Reader. Hmm. All right. How many are we gonna do? I'm e- I'm thinking either three or five. All right, we'll go for it. All right. Bro, this dumb fuck gave it a C minus. Read it. As a director, Harrelson seems to be grasping at elements of far better movies. Eat a dick. What does he mean? I think he means that Woody Harrelson as a director is trying to grab all of these esoteric type <laughs> filmmaking things. Yeah. And he he's implying that he failed to. I disagree wholeheartedly. And he, I mean, he acknowledged the fact that he was doing that mm-hmm. with the whole Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson thing. thing. Yeah. So, fuck that guy. Yeah, dude, he's a dick. <laughs> How long has this been out? It came out in 2017. Oh. I thought it was new. <laughs> Damn. No. I was, I was been a sleeper, bro. 
Yeah. All right, number two. This humor coupled with the film's dazzling... Yeah, we dazzling. just fucked up real hard, didn't we? We said it was the best movie of the year. It came out last year. Yeah, so... Best movie I've seen this year. Let's redact that. It's the best movie I've seen this year. God, dude. We need to get better at editing so we can just go bleep all that out. Well, that kind of like counteracts what I enjoy about podcasts. But how fucking funny would it be if there was just like a... Yeah. This is the best movie. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to fuck it up and lose our recording. Yeah, probably. All right. This is no, uh, this humor, coupled with the film's dazzling technical accomplishments, give it lasting value beyond its unique live aspect. Agreed. Yeah, 100%. Agreed. All right. Who's, what's that guy's name? Uh, Elena Lazik. So it was a lady. Possibly. You don't know these days anymore. Fucking misogynist. All right. Here's a third one. This is by James Luxford. The on-the-hoof pace glosses over certain weaknesses in the story and production values that are forgivable in the context of shooting in real time. I don't know what the fuck he's talked about. No, I don't. I don't. I can't think of any weaknesses in the story. I don't either. Again, go eat fuck a you, dick. James Luxford. Okay, number four. A strong contender for funniest film of the year, yet so much more than just a comedy. Lost in London is the rare film to live up to its lofty ambitions. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think it's a comedy, though. That's my either. only I don't either. thing. I don't, was it billed as a comedy? That's why. That's what the trailers made me assume. Yeah. It was, like, in no way was it a comedy. It had funny moments. I just consider it a drama. Like, yeah. It was, I think a, it was a drama. Yeah. But still, I agree with that. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Then. Let's make this the last one. Uh, Phil Nobile Jr. It's such a technical marvel that what might be lost in Lost in Lost in London Live is that Harrelson, a first-time writer and director, has crafted a genuinely engaging, funny, and soul soul-bearing yarn. I think that kind of summed it up. I think he worded that well. That's why he does. That's why he does it professionally. Yeah. We, we just kind of mumble it on the internet. Well, I'm giving it a ten. It's Damn. in my top three greatest movies I've ever seen. Woody Harrelson, if you're listening, I love you. Love you, Woody. Love you, Owen. And fucking Willie Nelson, I got your name on the sticker in the back of my car. Yeah, man. So, hello, Walls. No. I want, dude. I want to get. I want to take that one off mm-hmm. and get like. A picture of Willie Nelson. Texas Dalai Lama. Texas Dalai Lama. I want a t-shirt. Let's do it. All right. All, and like, if you're out there listening, make sure to like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Probably going to get Snapchat running up here in a little while. So if y'all are there, please talk to us. We're lonely and we don't know you're there. So uh, thank y'all for listening, man. Bye.